And here we are, October 20th, 2021. I cannot believe we're almost finished with October. It is, of course, the uh, 10th month anniversary of Joe Biden being sworn in as president. And I will have many things to say about that. But I thought before we would get into the politics, we would look back on history on this day, back in the day, October 20th. Where were you when? Yeah, I know that's one of those things because a lot of us may not have been around in 1818 when the United States and Canada established that the 48th parallel would be the boundary between our two countries. And I'm glad we established that. I'm glad we're not part of the same country because Canada did some dumb stuff in recent weeks. Just a couple of days ago, they actually passed a rule in the Canadian legislature. Any public employee is not allowed to utter the words, let's go, Brandon. Can you imagine? Can you even imagine not being allowed to say, let's go, Brandon, we can't have a little bit of fun here? It's crazy. I'm sorry, Canada. You guys used to be known for having a lot of funny people. Think of all the great comic actors and comedians who came out of Canada and came to the United States. I guess they came here for a little freedom of speech. And uh, it just mystifies me. Let's go, Brandon, is a bit of fun with people having a little commentary about how we dislike the current president. And some people are even taking it to uh, Pranksville, if you will. Yesterday, I received a fabulous email from our friend Sam the Copy Man with a phone prank. It wasn't his, but it was someone who did a great Let's Go Brandon phone prank in terms of... um, announcements in stores guy was going around to stores to the courtesy desk and asking people to page his lost friend whose name is lesco and his last name happens to be brandon and hilarity ensues let's enjoy yep that's it oh, you just want me to bring page him up here yeah oh. yeah yeah let's go brandon yep Customers, can Lesko Brandon please come to the service desk up front? Lesko Brandon, please come to the service desk up front. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. I Nicely done. Yeah. All right. Shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake. Hey, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, can you page somebody, please? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, first name Lesko. Yep. Uh, Brandon. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. Your party's waiting for you at guest service. Let's go, Brandon. Your party's waiting for you at guest service. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. This guy's having a lot of fun with this. He's going. This looks like a Target store, and I would be very pleased if I were in a a large store and I heard someone paging, "Let's go, Brandon." Canada, you're not allowed to say it if you're a public employee, a lawmaker, or someone who works in government. That's not freedom of speech. That's complete suppression of speech. And I <laughs> I laugh at Canada. Again, Canada, what's happened to you? You guys used to be really funny. Not so much anymore. Not so much, Canada. You've given up your comedy mantle. Uh, also on this day back in the day, In 1960, the U.S. imposed an embargo on Cuba, 
we found out Cuba was getting nuclear missiles from Russia. And we didn't like that. 90 miles away from the United States in the middle of the Cold War, Russia and uh, the U.S. staring each other down over nukes. We decided we would choke Cuba, and we had that embargo. And Kennedy ultimately won that one. But it was a little scary for a while. In 1962, the Monster Mash hit number one. How many times have you heard it? A bazillion times, I know. And on this date in 1973, because the U.S. was backing Israel in a conflict in the Middle East, all of the oil-producing Arab nations decided they were going to ban exporting oil to the U.S. We were not energy independent. We should have been. And we, we should get back to being energy independent. But the oil-producing nations said, no more oil for you, United States. And that caused, that oil embargo caused us to have to have gas lines. I remember having to get up early to drive to the gas station before the crack of dawn and sit parked in a line to fill up my mother's car. I never want that to happen again. And yet here we are with gas prices rising 40 plus percent over the last 10 months. Thank you, Joe Biden. We're no longer energy independent. We're begging Saudi Arabia and OPEC to pump more oil. Is it really the 70s again? Kind of feeling that way. It is kind of feeling that way. Uh, and, and speaking of flashing back to another time in history, as I was getting ready for the show today, I thought maybe some of the wisdom of Ronald Reagan would apply today. As Joe Biden and the Democrats are trying to find a way to spend the rest of your money with these ridiculous spending bills, uh, I'm reminded that um, Ronald Reagan had a fantastic perspective on the role of government in our lives. And perhaps the wisdom of Reagan is just the tonic that we would need today. I miss this guy. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Now, government does have a role in our lives. I'm not going to totally discount government. But too much government is the problem. Too much government. What did Reagan say? The scariest words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. I agree. I agree completely. And talking about our, um, our spending, because that's really what's being debated in D.C. today. The Democrats want to spend trillions more of your money on things that will get people addicted to government. Never a good thing. You don't want to be addicted to anything but uh, especially don't want to be addicted to government because then you lose all impetus to be successful, to excel. That opportunity to do as much as you can. We don't have a maximum wage in this country. We have a minimum wage, and some people would argue about uh, getting rid of that. But here's Reagan talking about spending, government spending. Again, he's spot on. You know, sometimes the big spenders in Congress talk as if all that money they spend just kind of magically appears on their doorstep. They do. A gift from the Internal Revenue Service. They talk as if spending were all giving and no taking. Well, there is no magic money machine. No, there isn't. Although the Democrats look at you and me and think we are a magic money machine. It's like my dad would say, what do you think? I got a printing press in the, in the basement and I'm, I'm printing money. Hmm. 
Ronald Reagan, the wisdom of Ronald Reagan would be very, very much appreciated today in Washington, D.C. We've got a mumbling, fumbling, bumbling elderly man who just can't seem to be present. And I sincerely doubt he's actually in charge of all of his faculties. But uh, Ronald Reagan talks about the border or did talk about the border. And um, I wish Joe Biden could hear this today. I wish Joe Biden would grasp the Reagan philosophy on the border because I think it would do a world of good, not just for Joe Biden, but for America, for all of us. The simple truth is that we've lost control of our own borders and no nation can do that and survive. No, no nation can lose control of its own borders and do that and survive. And Reagan was spot on. Now, the borders are still a mess, the southern border particularly, and the thousands and thousands of people who are pouring over our border and being checked in as if they're checking into a hotel. Some of them are being checked into a hotel. What breaks my heart is when I hear that American veterans are living on the side of the road. They're homeless or they're living in tent encampments in the southwest, not far from the southern border, not far from where our immigration and control of the border agents are having to do care missions instead of protection missions, that uh, our, our veterans are not being treated as they should. And we are buying old motels and now housing some of the hundreds of thousands of people who have crossed into this country illegally this year. The veterans need to be first priority. The veterans should be the ones who get taken care of by the government, not the people who are here illegally. And the sad reality is all the money those refugees, those illegal immigrants are paying to be taken to our border and told how to cross, all that money is funding drugs, the drugs that are poisoning America, killing fellow Americans. Michael Pelka, stepping aside. 